The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, good morning, angels, and welcome back to Morning Ray. I'm your host, Lanny or Lana Ray, whatever you want to call me. I'm super excited for today's episode. I'm going to be bringing on my best friend, Corey, Corey Campbell, and we will be discussing toxic relationships, toxic friendships, and kind of our friendship and our history and how we've grown together apart and back together, all the good stuff. I think you guys will really enjoy this episode. I really had a fun time talking to Corey and having her on the pod, so definitely stay until she comes on, but let's get into our segments. So for our weekly intentions, my weekly intention is reading. I want to get back into reading before bed. I had a really good habit around this and it just kind of like winds me down and helps me fall asleep. But also I just really do enjoy reading. I love reading romance fiction novels, but I also really love reading self-help books like Untamed and I'm currently reading Why Men Love Bitches. I kind of fell off the bandwagon with this when my sleep schedule got messed up, but I definitely want to get back into reading and I feel like that will also help with getting me into bed earlier because to be honest I know last week my intention was to fix my sleep schedule but I kind of failed at doing so but that's okay we're human we live we learn we move on and I think if I set this intention of wanting to read it will encourage me to get into bed earlier so that I have time to read and I encourage you to read it really helps you wind down and fall asleep before bed on to what my therapist said so this week we spoke about rewriting your story so it's really easy to continue to share the same story and continue to have that story on repeat in different areas of your life. So for me, it was always that I've never had a boyfriend, things never really work out, they always choose the other girl, or I'm always the one that's kind of left, like I lose my best friend.
friend because we have a falling out. It's so easy to continue to play victim and say you're always being picked on if you don't actively change it. But maybe continually saying that is leading you to not only one, attract people with that energy that may actually be picking on you, but also two, have that perspective or framing in mind when looking at any situation. So you're constantly taking any situation and twisting it so that it looks the way that you are telling your story to look, if that makes sense. So you can kind of rewrite your story by learning to reframe and change your perspective of how you see yourself, how you see others, and how you see the situation at hand. Because this situation, say for me, it was that I always kind of got close to having a boyfriend or being in a relationship and they kind of left me for someone else. That is my perspective and I'm continually looking at the situation in that way, whereas it could have been my actions or it could have been something else that caused it to act that way, but not necessarily what I was seeing. So you want to rewrite the narrative that you want and I recommend it in kind of like a practice like manifestation. So you want to keep repeating it until you believe it and eventually it will happen. And I'm not going to toot my own horn, but I definitely want to say that this is starting to change in my life. I'm starting to change my story. I'm starting to reframe situations in my life and change my perspective. So as therapist Tamar said, we have to rewrite our stories and that will also help boost your self-esteem and self-confidence. Leading into the tip of the week. So it is holiday season and gift giving is among us. It's really easy to fall into the trap of buying materialistic items and thinking that bigger is better. The more brands you have, the more the person will like the gift. The more you spend, the more thankful they'll be. But for me, I feel like it's more at practical and thoughtful gifts. And that's where it is at in 2020. And even Lauren Elizabeth on her podcast, Mood, was expressing this. And I totally felt the same because even with my birthday presents back in August, I got a lot of very like practical gifts. Maybe it wasn't like the most luxurious or materialistic thing. It was like as small as a notebook and a tote bag, like a canvas tote bag. And I use those things every day. And to be honest, I'm at the point, maybe it's because I'm older now, but I definitely value that a lot more. And I personally really love it when I'm gifted something that's very unique to me, or maybe it's something that I want and need, but wouldn't necessarily buy for myself. And also Rachel Racky on YouTube was talking about this in her gift guide. So for example, a new perfume, like a really nice perfume, they're quite expensive actually, but you would never really think to buy it for yourself. Or for example, like the canvas tote bag, like I use this tote bag that Kenzie got for me from Greenhouse Juicery in the summer for my birthday, almost every day for work. So I really like it or even a really nice leather band journal because personally, I love journaling every morning or a cookbook. Like these are things that people might not necessarily go out and buy for themselves, but they're items that they would use every day and value if they had them. I think it's something that would make their lives a lot easier and would really touch their heart. Like bigger and more expensive materialistic items aren't always the better option. Now onto my current faves. So first off, we have crewnecks and hoodies. Yes, crewnecks and hoodies. I'm actually obsessed and I think everyone is with with this work from home culture, but they're just so cozy and comfy. And I feel like it's because we're going into winter or we already are in winter and it's just like really nice to throw one on. I like wearing mine with some leggings or even like matching nice fitting joggers. And because it's been a bit warmer, I've been wearing like my Ritzia super puff vest over top and I just think it's super cute and cozy. My favorites are definitely my Lululemon Perfectly Oversized Crew. I have it 
in black and like this nude color. And then also my Aritzia boyfriend hoodie. I have it in a size two and I definitely want more. They're just like the perfect fitting hoodie. Next up is another clothing item. I'm obsessed with the Nike Crew socks, both. I have them in black and white. These are the ones that go like up to your calf. And I'm continuing with the cozy theme here because they're really comfy if you pull them up over your leggings and wear them with either like your winter boots, which is really nice because then they don't fall down and you don't get blisters on your heels or even with some high top or even low top sneakers. I think it's a really cute vibe and they're super cute and it adds a little bit of like spice to your outfit. My last and final favorite is coconut oil in my coffee. I know there's this whole thing going around with Jay's tape right now, but okay, I've been doing this for a while. I've been putting coconut oil in my coffee, so we're just gonna forget about that tape for now. Just like deal with me for a little bit, like sit here, and I want you to try this because let me tell you, it is a game changer. So I like to froth a little bit of coconut oil in my cashew milk. I mean, that milk would work, but it just makes it so frothy and creamy and delicious. And like, even if your nut milk doesn't froth that great, like with the coconut oil, it will froth really nicely. So I highly recommend. And then also an added benefit of adding in the coconut oil is you're not only getting those additional micronutrients and minerals, etc. that is found in coconut oil, but it also helps to slow down the release of your caffeine. So if you wake up at 6.30 AM, like me, you really don't want to get a caffeine crash. So I like to put this coconut oil in my coffee to help elongate it. And I actually gave this tip a while back, like I think in the first episode, but my friend Haley, the plant eating pig on Instagram is the one that introduced this to me and I still stand by it two months later. So I think that's how you know I really like my coconut oil in my coffee. And I always notice a difference when I stop using it. So highly, highly recommend. But now I'm going to bring Corey onto the pod. I really hope you enjoy and let's get into the episode. Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal honestly can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week, so there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook, along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city, and I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient, and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50RAE, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I would now like to welcome Corey Campbell to the Morning Ray podcast. Welcome, Corey. Thank you for having me. Good morning. <laughs> for those that don't know you, who are you? Where are you from? And what is your zodiac sign? My name's Corey. I am from GTA Toronto. So we'll say Toronto because it makes me feel much cooler. <laughs> and my zodiac sign is a Capricorn. Ooh, my dad's a Capricorn, and so is my sister. That makes sense because your birthdays are really close to each other. Yeah, good day. <laughs> so Corey and I have a long history. And when I say long, I mean long. We went to the same middle school together. So from grade six to grade eight, we were together. But we were never really friends. I guess like I was the weird one. She was the cool one. I and <laughs> we, were, we were in different classes. Like that's just how you made friends in elementary school. Like I only remembered you practicing dances for auditions in the dance studio. I don't even remember you. I just knew that you existed yeah because you came in grade six right I was in yeah. grade five which was like a big deal but then like the roles were kind of reversed when you transferred to my high school in grade 10 I was the newbie I was the new girl was it grade 10 or was it no, grade, grade 11? 11 grade, grade 11. 11 I came late everyone thinks I was there the whole time like honey is I came late <laughs> So in grade 11 is when we became besties. I don't even know how. I just remember it was probably like two weeks into school and like we had been talking. I just remember you were like, do you want to hang out this weekend? And I was like, sure. And you're like, yeah, like, do you want to come over? Like, I just remember me like literally shitting myself. Like, I was so fucking scared because I had not had a friend in two years. Like I hadn't had a friend outside of school. So like the fact that like you asked me to hang out and I remember like going to your house and I remember sitting in your room and like sitting on the floor and watching YouTubers and watching like dance mom videos. I remember the next morning probably meeting at Starbucks. And, and then like, I got coffee. you into coffee. <laughs> yes. And then you got me into coffee. You're the addict starter. But every morning I just remember being like, oh my God, I have a fucking friend. This is so fun. I have a friend who actually wants to see me. Like this is crazy. But I remember that first day, like going over plans being like, <sighs> This is a joke. Like, is she playing a prank on me? Like, the chef, you want to be my friend? Because I hadn't had a friend. Like, you're my friend. I feel like it was also a big deal for me because I always kind of felt like an outcast or I didn't really have my best friend. Like, I had close friends, but I didn't really have a best friend yet in high school. I feel like this is kind of a breaking point, a new, like, era for both of us. Yeah, I'm the same. Like, I've never had that one specific best friend. It's always been super close friends or groups of two or three of us that are just so close, but like individually, or even in a sense where it's been reciprocated. Like I've had people where I'm like, you're my best friend, but I know I'm not your best friend. Yeah, I've definitely felt that. I feel like especially because I had that kind of relationship with Liz. I thought like she was my best friend and then she kind of just like social climbed. Yeah. So then to have you and like you stuck. Your girl doesn't social climb. She probably does the opposite. She probably like climbs down. She <laughs> degrades like herself. <laughs> I like to push myself lower. I like to bury myself in time. <laughs> what do you think? We're just gonna dive yeah. right in there. <laughs> what do you think made our friendship go rocky, I guess? Well, I think it was adding a lot of things on top of it. So like, if I could think of where it started for me, at least, I think I remember after I broke up with Ben, my high school boyfriend, I felt like I needed you. And because we were friends with him too, you couldn't be there for me. And I just remember me obviously want to like talk about the breakup, obviously not talk shit about him because he is a very good guy and me and him are friends, but like it's a breakup. Yeah. And he's like, Corey, I can't listen to this because he's my friend too. It's not fair, which is totally like a guess fair on your part because he was your friend. But like, I felt like I was your closer friend. 
friend. I remember being like, that was so hard, but I didn't want to say anything. I wanted to have a friend there afterwards. And I just remember being too scared to say anything because I was so nervous to lose you as a friend. So I was like, it's fine. I can handle this. But I think it just kept being like things added on. And mm-hmm. like, I remember like, even you said, oh, I was mad at you. So I like drank your alcohol at this party. Like yeah. things like that were, for me, it was just a buildup. And I, I would have probably said something in grade 11. I remember you like talking about wanting to break up with Ben for like months. I was literally in the middle of it. I didn't even realize that I was doing that. Like, I don't even remember that. Obviously, you wouldn't. It's so stupid now. But like, I just remember feeling like that because I did. Obviously, like mine and his relationship was going through it for like a while. But I just remember being like, she's supposed to be my friend first. I don't care if she's friends with him. Like, I just want to be like more of your friend. And I'm sure that goes back to me not having friends and you being that friend for me. And like, I'm going to lose her because of this freaking boy. And I was like, she was the one who helped me through the breakup. Like she was the one not like convinced me because like it was the right thing, but you were the one who like helped me push myself to do it. Yeah. And do you help me break up with him and now you're taking his side like <laughs> no you're supposed to be here like, I wasn't that upset I still needed you you know yeah I feel like because I had never been through a breakup I didn't really know how to cope with a breakup so I feel like I probably just isolated myself which is what a lot of people do when they don't know how to handle a situation when do you think it started to go south like what do you think it was I feel like it was definitely grade 12 it wasn't grade 11 like for me at least you would always make comments to Missy, our dance teacher, how like Alana is such a slut when I was literally like the complete opposite. I just kissed a boy at that point, like nothing. So then for you to like say that I was a slut, it was beating that insecurity that I wasn't, even though like, why would I want to have that title? Like, I don't know. That, That was the problem with our high school and stuff. You either were a slut or you were approved. Even at camp, like I got called a slut all the time. Like I'm actually the only person who hasn't done anything. But because like I get attention from boys, you think I'm a slut, but I actually haven't done anything. So that's just a whole other conversation about problems with labeling women and stuff. But that makes me upset. I didn't know that upset you. I'm very sorry. I feel like Tamar, Tamar's our therapist, would be very proud of us right now. I know. I, I had therapy right before this. I should have told her like, oh, I'm going to I told her yesterday. So on that topic, did you ever notice, I guess you kind of touched on this, but did you ever notice that our friendship wasn't the healthiest at any point? As Lindsay Metzler from We Met at Acme would say, were there any red flags? I think I did notice us being competitive with each other. Oh yeah. When it came to things. (laughs) We were in different areas of school. So like when you got a 90 or if I got a 90, I didn't really care. Let's say you got a 95 on a test and I got a 90. I'm like, we're comparing like apples and oranges. I'm talking about chemistry. You're talking about like accounting. They're not the same thing. I don't think that bothered me. I know like in our friend group, everyone was always like, I got 90, I got 95, like, like things like that was like super competitive. That didn't personally bother me because I was like, no, it didn't bother me either. I don't care. Like we're doing different things. I think maybe like a little bit when it came to dance, I only felt competitive when it came to boys and this because you talk to every boy. I felt like I as well, I was like, shit, I also need to talk to every boy or else I'm not going to have any boys. She's already Snapchatting 20 plus, like I as well <laughs> need to Snapchat 20 plus. And I'm going to preface this by saying that was the culture and everyone did that. Oh yeah. Because, like it was not just us. Everyone Snapchatted every boy from other schools and our school. I Snapchatted half the boys in our grade who I've never spoken to, but like that was what you did. And I just felt like if she's doing that, like I have to do that or else there's going to be no one left for me. I feel like we were never competitive in terms of dance, like very minimally, but I feel like that always exists with anyone for dance. And it was only like dance at school. It wasn't like dance at our studio because they were so different. Yeah. And like school, I never felt competitive with you. For me, it was Instagram. Really? (laughs) 
One thing I did do about Instagram that you're going to laugh because you know this is true internally. When we take pictures together, you'd be like, I'm posting it. And I'd be like, I'm posting it first. And I fucking post it first. Even though I didn't care if I posted the same picture as you. I don't know why I did this. We like, cared. Why- like we would have to have slightly different ones. I don't oh, know like, why I we cared so much. I didn't care. Like, if you posted it and then a month later I wanted to post it, I didn't give a shit. Like, <laughs> personally, I didn't care. It didn't bother me that you were also posting the same picture. I don't know why. I always had to post it first. I think I honestly did it because I'm like, yeah, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, I'm supposed to want to post it first. If we had selfies in the same place downtown, I'd be like, well, I have to post it first. I don't know why. Like, I didn't care. In my own values, I did not give a shit if we posted the same picture. Like, I don't care. But like, because that was a thing that I was supposed to care about, I would be like, okay, I have to post it first because I'm supposed to. Yeah. Which is so fucking weird. Like, why do I care? People make me feel like that's what I'm supposed to do. So I'd be like, okay, I have to do it. Yeah. I just remember that was like the whole culture of everything. Yeah. How would you deal, or I guess, how did you deal with me, a toxic friend who disrespected you? <laughs> I don't know. Well, clearly I just pushed it down for a long time and ignored <laughs> it because I didn't want to say anything. But I, at the time, had a very bucket attitude. And I didn't care, especially by grade 12. I did not care what anyone thought of me. I figured I'm going away to university where no one from our high school is going. I never have to see these people again. I don't care what they think of me. And I just didn't care about where or what I said. I didn't care if I like got in a fight with you in a public space at school or like if we fought in like a Facebook group chat with the entire grade. I didn't care because I was like, who the fuck cares? I don't know. Like personally, I felt people were honestly entertained by our drama. Oh yeah. (laughs) Not even just our school, surrounding high schools. Like people were entertained and part of me was like, you know what? Give them a show. Give them a show. Like, (laughs) I don't care. Whatever. Like, let's go out with a bang. And I feel like I didn't do anything purposely because of that. Like I still acted in the way I wanted to act, but I think I just didn't double think. I wasn't like, okay, like how could this affect her and other people I was like okay this is how I feel I'm just gonna say it or I'm just gonna act in this way like I wasn't really thinking of the consequences as much I'm just going with what my internal drive says like I can't care like I have to think about myself right now because I felt like I was like the only person protecting myself in our friend group as much as we obviously had people who were on each of our sides Mm -hmm. none of them were standing up for I don't know about you but like none of them were standing up for me and I felt like no I felt like they kind of were just bystanders in this whole situation when they should have sat us down and yeah and made us talk it out like they had their own opinions on both of us they had their own feelings their own issues with each of us I'm like you clearly also have feelings why don't you speak about them and they'd be like no like you can just say it they just kind of let me take a lot of the hit for things that like other people might have felt as well or things that people were like I support you in this decision I don't know I felt like I was the only person there who was standing up for me and like I just like obviously went overboard we both can agree we both were like fuck it yeah yeah on Estrip I was like fuck it I'm like I don't care anymore (laughs) yeah I felt like I was honestly just like drowning and had to like continuously pull myself out of water because I was the only person who was saving myself yeah Basically, to give a little, like, spark notes of what happened, this boy I liked since grade 10, and I hooked up with on occasion, and then Corey knew that I liked this boy, but she also liked this boy, and she hooked up with him in grade 12. So, I guess they stopped hooking up, because then he was talking to me, and then on our grad trip, when me and Corey were kind of, like, friends again... Oh, and we were in the same room. In the same bed. <laughs> I hooked up with him again, and I got kicked out of my room. 
you chose to leave <laughs> i wasn't allowed in i was locked out i was out in the hall until like 3 a.m in my mind that was not me i had no idea any of that happened i was sleeping that was not in my control because i had no idea i 100 was mad but i never was like she can't come sleep here so <laughs> and i was with him for like six months then we ended and now Corey's dating him <laughs> Being super busy can make it really easy to fall into a dinner time recipe rut or even with your lunches. Any meal, honestly, can get you into a rut, especially with a busy schedule this fall. You can keep mealtime exciting with over 40 recipes to choose from every single week. So there's always something delicious to discover with HelloFresh. It's truly a no-brainer. It does all the shopping and meal planning for you. Ingredients arrive at your doorstep pre-proportioned and ready to cook along with pictured step-by-step recipe cards. It's never been easier. I personally love HelloFresh as a way to get exposure to new recipes, make my life a bit easier as a busy 20-year-old in the city. And I love that it's worry-free, it's super easy, it's convenient and gets delivered straight to my door. Go to HelloFresh.com slash 50Ray and use code 50Ray for 50% off plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 50RAE and use code 50Ray, 50RAE for 50% off plus free shipping. HelloFresh is America's number one meal kit. And thank you for sponsoring today's episode of Morning Ray. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> you should add, like, you went to prom with him, so he was very, like, relevant. Yeah, I went to prom with him. We were exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that was like the final straw, I'd say, for both of us was when I hooked up with him. And then when I hooked up with him. Part of me was like, she's doing this just to spite me. And I know you didn't because I know you were in love with him. So like, I think that's the hard part. It's not like either one of us did do it because we were a bad friend. We did do it because we had feelings. This is crazy. I feel like I'm getting all these like new memories back. And I'm just going to go to the washroom quick. So one second. This would be that time in the podcast that they'd be like, let's take a quick break to talk about. And they'd put the ad in. So I'm listening to my own ad. Hey guys, take a quick break to talk about peppers. Peppers are so delicious and I'm going to eat them. Okay, I'm back. What would you say is the best way to make new friends that you have healthy relationships with after leaving toxic relationships with those other friends? I'm also going to preface this by saying that you weren't my only toxic friendship. I had a lot of toxic friendships in my life, but I would say that I am myself when I meet friends. Like I'm not going to change who I am, mm-hmm. but I, I do ease into it a bit. Like I'm a very loud, outgoing person. And I think I just ease into it. I'm not on the first day I meet someone like, hi, like crazy slut, bitch. I'm not that because obviously that's a lot. I'm a super friendly person, I think at least. 
And I think once I like get to know you, then I slowly let you like see more of me. And I think that's helped me make good friendships because I feel like I am able to have a good first impression with people. And then as we get to know each other, we like get to see more of each other's deeper true self. And I'm able to like in small doses, see if this person is going to be a good friend for me and like vice versa. Mm -hmm. I feel like I might jump into the friendship really fast, but I feel like in terms of letting them see my true self and my true colors, it takes me a bit to like open up. And I feel like I do that slowly to see if they trust me back and if I can fully actually trust them. So obviously we're friends again, and I'm sure this is very confusing for a listener or even people in the social circle or social community that we have. How would you describe that we repaired our friendship and how did you know and how did we know when it was healthy and right to do so? Well, after high school, I remember feeling super guilty about how I acted and like embarrassed. And I remember going into university saying like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to be better. And I remember reaching out to you in November, trying to apologize and you were just not ready. And then I hadn't really talked to you again. I think I like bumped into you a few times at clubs in the summer. I guess it would have been pandemic, but I remember I did follow when you made your page, like I followed, Mm -hmm. but I never really reached out to you. And then I think it probably would have been this year. I would start to message you being like, oh my God, where'd you buy that? Oh, like, where'd you get that shirt? Oh, this recipe looks so good. Super friendly. Just like me responding basically to stories. And then I think we just start to text that way. Yeah. I feel like we never talked about anything until we hung out. So yeah, we we kind of were talking like on and off, like kind of through Instagram. And then I asked you, I guess, to go for a walk. And we like went for a walk and we both kind of just like unpacked everything and apologized and like talked about why we acted the way we acted. I think also I knew it was kind of like time to reach out. When you move schools, that honestly shocked me because it's not something like high school you would have done. Like what really triggered it for me was I listened to the podcast you did with Kenzie on Kenzie's mm-hmm. podcast. And you talked about how you might have to do a fifth year and you're like, honestly, I don't care. Like probably have to do a fifth year and who cares? It's just an extra year. And I remember listening to that being like, huh, that is something that high school Lana would have cared so much about, like everything being on time, what the right way of life would have been. And just knowing that like you'd switch schools and move back home and lived with your parents, basically had to like start again and have to take an extra year of university. I was like, I respect that so much. That is something that high school you wouldn't have done. No. And like, I was like, okay, <laughs> clearly she's mature. That was definitely like a big turning point for me when I saw you did that because I was like okay like that's something I can get behind like that is that is the type of activity I I respect because I switched high schools too and I understand switching universities is so much harder I just want you to know like I respect your decision to do that and like I remember telling you like I like really support that and like I think that was like a really great thing that you did I, yeah, I that remember was, like, to me a lot I do remember you reaching out in first year but I feel like I was still scarred I guess you could say from the whole experience of like us fighting because it kind of felt like I lost my world in a way, especially because I felt like I finally had like a friend group and then our friend group split up. So it wasn't even, I was just losing you as losing my friend group. Not anything against them, but the girls that I was closer with in our friend group clung to you. I felt like I lost them too. But in terms of knowing when it was safe for us to discuss it, I felt like we both had to kind of become like our own selves without each other and grow up and mature a little bit and like let the scars from our high school friendship like heal before we really be able to have a truthfully like healthy relationship without having a relapse per se of like our old toxic habits. I really feel like we had to let those habits and like ways of thinking and acting towards others die. And I feel like 
I've seen that through how like who you become friends with at Queens and what you're doing at Queens. And I think you saw that through me switching schools and like not being so caught up in climbing this social hierarchy anymore, because I know that was like something we always spoke about in high school. And like, it was something I was always very obsessed with, which is not healthy at all. Yeah. But I really did appreciate it when you initiated an apology. That was something like neither of us would have done in high school. Yeah. And I think of the fact that we were like both able to be like, we did wrong. Yeah. I think a lot of the in high school, like, even though I knew what I did was hurtful, I didn't want to admit it. But like, I don't care. Like, if I'm wrong now, like, of course I was wrong. We both could admit that we did things to hurt the other one. And I think the fact that we can like joke about it now and I date him now and like whatever, like, <laughs> be friends the fact that I literally asked you like am I going to be a bridesmaid at the wedding and you're like are you going to cause something and I'm like yeah I'm going to object as soon as they ask and he's and you're like yeah you can come yeah no for sure and like it took time like but also like we both had our own experiences with other boys after that after high school I had a boyfriend like you had boys like it just didn't seem like such a big deal you know if I wasn't dating him now like it would just be like a funny joke to talk about and like yeah I'm just like dating him now if you could leave any piece of advice or anything what would you leave for our listeners my piece of advice when it comes to friendships would be to think before you speak and to not push your feelings down and speak directly to you know your friend or the partner who you're having the issues with to just try and like resolve them before they turn into anything bigger and just be an adult about it. Like, don't worry about other people. Just like, keep it small. That's like my one regret is not keeping our problems between us. Mm-hmm. Now I feel like now that we're friends, it's like such a big deal to everyone. And like, I hate that other people care that we're like friends again. Like, Yeah, I like it shouldn't know. be a big deal. They're yeah. not in our friendship. Yeah. Like, when I comment on your Instagram, the Amanda messages, I get being like, you, you're friends with her again. I'm like, yes, like I am friends with her again. Why does it matter? So I would say just like keep your problems between you and the person. No one else needs to be involved and just speak your truth. Don't push things down because you're worried because if they're a good friend, you speaking honestly about how you feel shouldn't drive them away. And if it does, then they're not a good friend. Yeah. And being able to talk about it is like a really important part of a healthy relationship or friendship. Like it's really important. And where can the listeners find you? On Instagram, it's Corey X Lifestyle, Corey C O R R I E X, like Times Lifestyle. TikTok is the same. I should check that. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's the same. My TikTok is the same. Hit me up. I post a lot of pictures of my dogs, and they're fucking adorable. So you should definitely follow if you like dogs. And if you guys want an episode on toxic relationships in terms of romance and with a partner, definitely let me know. And I will bring Corey back on for that because I feel like it could be a really fun. Because she's an expert. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Morning Ray. I'd love if you guys would leave a rating, review, and subscribe as it really helps support the podcast. I hope you guys have a great day, a great week. I love you guys so, so, so much, and we'll chat soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.